Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. On this week's episode, we have a very special guest with us. Jeff Kalish, the founder of Tucker's Frozen and Freeze-Dried Food, is here to tell us all about this amazing uh, product line. So hello, Jeff. I'm so glad you're joining us today. Thank you for inviting me, Tammy. Absolutely. Well, first of all, it's always good to know a little bit about how a company started, kind of what the inspiration was, if you could share that with us today. Oh, sure. Be happy to. Um, So like most of us, I grew up loving animals um, and grew up in a household where we never had less than three dogs amongst the the turtles and the parrots and the the ducks and and what have you, um, which I think eventually landed me in um, starting um, uh, a, a small retail chain with a partner of mine. And which led me to um, selling to him and starting Tucker's Raw Frozen um, and Tucker's Bones out of my garage um, in Northern Illinois. Wow. So what was the inspiration? Um, I think that uh, around 2008 um, and really seeing small emerging companies that we're really starting to focus on just the very best nutrition uh, for for dogs and cats. And as kind of pioneering on a retail level, selling these products, we really saw firsthand how, how, how they benefit and answered so many questions that people had, um, i.e. allergies and better nutrition and really just the very best, most biological appropriate diets. So in looking at that, um, I was really inspired about what a manufacturer could do to, A, make them more readily available, um, and also uh, to create a product that was more user-friendly for people that may have been on the fence when it comes to raw. Okay. Well, it's fair enough, and I know just basically from what you said, you had a small retail store, so obviously you knew um, what you were looking for. So I think that's amazing that you started it in your garage. I love hearing uh, stories like that of businesses that start up. So what about, um, you? I know that your company, and we sell a lot of your products, um, your company produces some of the most top-notch raw and freeze-dried products. Can you tell us a little bit about your manufacturing process along with the quality of meat, some of those kind of things? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. We're really proud of that. Um, so as I mentioned before, you know, I, I had a co-packer uh, who actually became my partner. And um, we really dove in deep after just making raw frozen bones. And, and really for, for me, the problem with other raw frozen bones were that they were kind of a bin item um, they really weren't packaged as well as they could be. Um, lots of ice crystals and freezer burn and whatnot. So first, we, we really sought out to make 
to package this product um, in a unique process so that we could kind of avoid that and make it more uh, make it more attractive to consumers so that they they unfold would bring it home and feed it to their pets. Um, I, I like to note that everything that we do we do in our own USDA human grade facility. So um, our manufacturing process is no different. Um, it's on the same production floor under the same oversight uh, in which we make people food for schools, um, hospitality, and retail. Nice. Um, so, so we started there. So what that means is, is that we cannot bring any raw material in our plant unless it is 100% USDA federally inspected, um, human grain and human edible. So we use all the same raw material uh, with the exception of our bones, uh, which are also USDA inspected, um, that we use for people and have been doing that for over a decade now. Um, the other thing that we were taught uh, by some of the top-notch nutritionists um, in the world uh, was that really the the smaller the particulate, um, meaning you know the, the smaller the well, I guess the particulate, the easier it is for dogs and cats to digest because they really only have access to surface area. So we went out and built equipment from the ground up uh, where we could emulsify, which is a fancy name for puree. Uh, we could emulsify all of our foods. And not only that, uh, this equipment has so much torque, we can actually emulsify bone and marrow, which we thought was really just an important component so with all of our foods, we don't use crushed bone. We don't use bone meal. We actually use uh, emulsified bone and marrow. And, um, and I just want to add, um, you know, there are a lot of amazing raw frozen manufacturers out there. And I'm friends with most of them. Um, what I like to highlight in our processes is really just how we're different. Not mm-hmm. necessarily how we're better than the rest, but because um, there are a lot of very conscientious manufacturers out there. These are just the components of, of tuckers that are different than, than other raw manufacturers out there. So the emulsification process is definitely one of those differences. I think we're only one of two um, raw frozen manufacturers that actually operate out of a USDA human facility with the same oversight. Which is amazing um, and speaks volumes about this, the quality of products that you use. One of the selling points and a lot of people that are new to feeding raw, um, I recommend Tucker's daily. And the reason well, thank you, is, Demi. well, yeah. And but it, the reason is because, you know, there's nothing like having a dog switch to a food and then you have all this runny diarrhea or vomiting, you know, that kind of stuff. And nobody wants to deal with that. And what I found is with Tucker's it is so highly digestible it's very easy to transition to. And for those pet parents who, you know, they just haven't been able to get their, their dogs, you know, poop exactly how they want it. They're not as firm as they want. I'm always, I always mention Tucker's and I know you mentioned the emulsification or pureed process. Do you kind of, you know, as, as I guess, draw that, um, the conclusion that that's what leads to that, or is there something else? Um, I, I think that the emulsification really helps along some lines. Um, I also think that, you know, being a 95, five, uh, meaning, you know, 95% meat, 
5% uh, of a different fiber source. Um, mm-hmm. We think that that, that 95.5 makes it easier for dogs um, to digest what they need to digest. Um, And, you know, you know, some dogs do great with, you know, with more fruits and veggies. Um, But we find that ours with limiting the the carbohydrates and and limiting the other stuff in there. um, That's what our science has told us. And and I think that our science has proven pretty, pretty good so far. It is. And I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing. Number one, dogs love it. And then, you know, um, I've had several clients like in the last, probably about the last month that their dogs have had some anal gland issues and, um, just not firm poops. And we switched to Tucker's and they're just, they're just like, oh my gosh, everything is better. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, one of the questions that comes up quite a bit is, you know, some customers are, you know, a little weary of, do I feed a puppy food, adult food, a senior food? And um, at Tucker's, you guys have um, formulated all your pro- uh, products for all life stages. And I wanted to see if you could just tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I think that um, the being in all life stages, including large breed puppies, which is, you know, which is sometimes it's a disconnect. For, for all life stages, it, it really has to do with, you know, the calcium phosphorus ratios um, and whatnot. And, you know, some brands will, or some manufacturers, as I'm sure that you'll have seen, you know, really try and draw, uh, kind of highlight, you know, this particular formula for this phase, this one for that phase. We just really wanted to, we wanted to make a product that was super easy um, and that kind of one-stop shop for, for 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 consumers so that they could really spend more time like loving their dogs and playing with their dogs than than thinking you know what am I going to feed them next and whatnot so uh, we've been very lucky uh, with the science with the science you know that we've leaned on uh, to formulate really just a one-stop shop for all life stages I hope that answers your question yeah yeah it just makes it nice to know that all life stages are being met um, yes. within your within your food. So yeah, that's always good to know. And then we also have multi-dog families, right? So we have multi-dog families with dogs that are different age and introducing a puppy and uh, puppies and, and whatnot. And it's, it's great to see older senior dogs kind of, you know, showing the puppies, you know, how, how raw works great. Exactly. Yes. Um, one of the things that um, is very unique to your brand is that how the diets were formulated with experts in zoological science. And I was, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about that process. Oh, sure. So um, we've worked with Brookfield Zoo in Chicago. Um, they're kind of in our backyard, um, if you will, uh, hour and a half away. And when we started with bones, we really wanted to move into diets and really thought that this would be a super complicated thing. So um, I reached out uh, to the zoological nutritionist um, at Brookfield and at several others around the country. And at that particular point, it was interesting because beef had become very, very expensive um, and other proteins um, that zoos were, were feeding uh, actually became became illegal, if you will. So, um, so they were actually piloting a program on, on pork for, uh, for carnivores in their zoos, both felids and canids. And we were able to step up and, um, and actually help them with their research, um, which went on for about a year 
about just how viable uh, pork was. So um, I'm, I'm lucky to say that we've worked with, I've worked with three out of the maybe 11 zoological nutritionists in the whole world. And wow. really what they taught us was, is keep it really simple. The smaller the grind, the better. Um, 95.5, uh, find, and, and find a, a viable low glycemic fiber source for these foods. And uh, I'm happy to say that at least at Brookfield, we're feeding, you know, our, our, our diets are 40 to 50% of, of, of what they feed there. That's amazing. So have you actually seen, like, is, is part of your diet in the zoo? Or are you just gathering information from them? No, we've been, we've been selling, we've been selling to a handful of zoos uh, for the last decade. Wow. That's amazing. And you, do you grind it and everything for them as well? It's, it's emulsified. It's the same diets that we put out. It's the exact same diets that uh, for cat and for, for canids that, that customers are buying every day. Wow. That's so cool. I love that. And yes, our, our cats and dogs are descendants of, of both the, you know, the things that you, you would absolutely in the zoo. So that's awesome. So one of the things that you've chosen to add is a small percentage of pumpkin into your food. Um, versus some fruit and veggies. I was uh, wanting you to maybe expand on that a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. So like I said, you know, we we really wanted to make Tucker's the go-to for new raw feeders, uh, making it super easy. Um, and also we really believe that veteran raw feeders land on Tucker's and and kind of appreciate or you know some of some of the attributes of our of our products. So with the 95.5, we really we chose pumpkin because it's a it's a low glycemic fiber source. Um, it is only at five percent, and our feedback from consumers and, and retailers like yourself over the past over the past decade um, is that you know sometimes people like yourselves get people so excited about the raw they don't take the proper amount of time to transition. Uh, we like to say over enthusiastically, if you will, <laughs> transitioning. And we like pumpkin because it, it really, it, 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 if people do transition too quickly, that pumpkin acts as kind of like a second line of defense against tummy upset so that people don't give up on the category. Mm-hmm. That's a very yeah. good point. Yes. And that's what we're always trying to avoid is a bad experience, initial experience, yes. because then they say, oh, I tried that and my dog had diarrhea. So yeah. It's a very good point. And pumpkin is a huge um, part of that. I think the emulsification process is another big part of that. Um, yes. But yes, and, and just being cautious, I always err on the side of caution. The slower, the better on the transition. So um, what about food safety? I know that some customers come in and, you know, they're really concerned because they're afraid that, you know, salmonella and they've heard horror stories about raw food and, I just want you to talk maybe a little bit about some of the practices that you guys use to ensure the safety and, and also the freshness of your foods. Sure, 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 sure. So um, we use um, high pressure processing uh, for five of our, uh, excuse me, six of our nine flavors. Um, we, and, and the way that we, and, and I, I actually just want to preface the fact that food safety is really most important to us, uh, more so for the people that handle the food um, than the dogs that, that eat the food. So right. um, it, it's really important to us that 
Um, so our, our, we do have five flavors um, that are high pressure processed. We also, our oldest flavors, we have four flavors that are not. Um, and we've been able to validate this over the last nine years um, that these products don't. Uh, all of our products go through a test and hold process where every batch is tested for E. coli and salmonella uh, before it's released um, into the marketplace. That's all of our foods. And, um, and in addition to that, our new freeze-dried product, um, actually we're using a, we were invited to pilot um, a cutting-edge probiotic that actually starves pathogens um, in our freeze-dried. So we're happy to say that we have the only freeze-dried raw product on the market um, that has not gone through an HPP process or high-pressure processed um, uh, kill step, if you That's will. That's great. That is really yeah. good. Um, and, and I wanted to clarify what test and hold means just for those people who aren't aware. But basically, it just means that before the product leaves your warehouse, they're testing it for any pathogens. You get the results and then it is sent out. You're totally correct. Okay. And in terms of our high pressure, and, and we take safety very seriously. So um, that's why part of the reason why every patty of our frozen diets are individually vacuum sealed. And we do that so that after it is HPP'd or, you know, guaranteed no pathogens, um, that product is never reopened by anyone other than the consumer. Uh, whereas other companies will have a tendency, and it's just based on their process and their very clean facilities, but it's not by human standards in that they will HPP in large 25-pound bags, 30-pound bags, and then bring it back and then open those bags up to make patties and niblets and all that stuff. Uh, as a USDA facility post-process, post that process, it, it, it's, we're not allowed to uh, expose any food to people and equipment after it's gone through that HPP process. So that's part of the reason why every patty is vacuum sealed. And that makes total sense because it seems like they could... Um be exposed to so many pathogens even after that process potentially once again those other manufacturers are i mean they're they they really pay a lot of attention oh sure uh, yeah and have yeah, a lot yeah, of uh, processes in place sure yeah absolutely absolutely um you know one thing i wanted to to see if you could talk a little bit about is um i think some people are averse to feeding pork um maybe if you could just um talk a little bit about the safety of pork Oh, I'd be happy to. Um, so, uh, pork, um, in terms of, you know, our grandparents, at least my grandparents, or maybe some of your staff's great, great parents, who knows, mm -hmm. uh, there, there was an issue with pork, uh, in terms of something called, uh, excuse me, uh, trichina, which was a very small parasite, a microscopic parasite, um, in pork a long, long time ago. Um, our USDA facility is is one of most um, that launched, uh, it's called Certified Pork, 25 years ago. Um, and this is a cold temperature process, which just means it's time and low temperature. So if, in fact, there was any kind of microscopic uh, parasite, they would be killed, right, in this process. So that's why you can go to, you know, a, a fine steakhouse and order a double bone-in pork chop medium if you want to. Um, the World Trade Organization um, has, has, has essentially for the last 15 years, and you know I, these are these are loose numbers, if you will, 
um, have considered the United States eradicated of any kind of trichina threat due to the certified pork process. Um, I like to say that with our single source salmon products, because they also are wild caught um, off of the Pacific Northwest, um, they also go through this cold time and temperature um, process or kill step, if you will, um, to make sure that there are no parasitic tagalongs in, in any of those. And that allows us to actually, you know, use wild wild salmon for our product um, as opposed to farm-raised salmon. Nice. That's really good. I'm glad you explained that because I think there's just some old beliefs that have been brought down over the generations um, regarding pork. So No. That, I think and I'll tell you, pork is, there isn't, you know, I think we're, we're one of few uh, raw pork manufacturers um, out there. I know that there are a couple of others, um, but, you know, when you're looking for, you know, pork is actually a novel protein for dogs mm-hmm. uh, because it hasn't been overfed. So it's super hypoallergenic, um, if you will, for those dogs that are overly sensitive to other proteins. So it, it's always been, and one of our top sellers forever. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. And very palatable for sure. Um, your free stride line is, is newer um, comparatively to your um, raw line. And I, I just wanted you to maybe talk a little bit about what makes it unique. Oh, sure. 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 So, I think, first of all, you know, it, it's one of the few 95.5. Um, it's the exact same diet uh, as our as our, as our our raw frozen line. Um, the fact that it's a 95.5 um, out there kind of puts us apart, sets us apart a little bit. Um, the size and shape is really super universal. Um, it's really the shape of a domino, if mm-hmm. you will, a flat domino. So really great for for any any size dog out there um because we emulsify our food and i know i I keep talking about emulsify 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 but because we emulsify our puree or diets uh, but we found out after the raw freeze-dried process is that you can take these little dominoes um and you can break them apart in your hand and they don't explode um you don't end up with any any real dust or anything like that so as a training treat um and on the go food on the go treat um, it's, it's super user-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like, like I said, what really sets us apart also is that this product, um, is not high pressure pasteurized or high pressure processed. Uh, we use a very unique cutting edge probiotic, um, to actually starve any kind of pathogens out there. Um, so as a non-HPP 95.5, um, we're, we're really super proud to, to be, to, and it is fairly new um, to make this available to, to, to you and your customers. Yeah. It's definitely been um, pretty popular in my store as well. And oh, I do great. like the little domino shapes and they're easy to, to break up and you're right. They don't like crumble, um, which a lot of people worry and, about. And they that. really absorb very well. Yeah. yeah. And it works really well. Once again, you know, because of the emulsification, uh, you know, the, the water isn't going in between you know, the, the grind, um, it really is more opportunity to, um, to find its way to rehydrate that product. If that's what, if that's what you're doing with it. Yeah. Um, everyone is, um, always looking for a good deal and you guys have a frequent buyer program. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that? I would love to tell you about that. Mm -hmm. Um, so our general frequent buyer program, um, is buy 10, get one. So, um, I know that other manufacturers out there, you know, I think that we're probably the most aggressive. Um, and, you know, we don't, one thing I 
we are not owned by a by we're not a marketing firm. Uh, we don't have any investors. Um, it's essentially just me and my partner um, and a family-run business. So we don't have to we we, we don't have to report to a board. Um, we have board meetings every day when we're screaming across the office at each other, mm-hmm. uh, if you will. And but we're we're dear friends. Um, so. Once again, we want to make raw as affordable and as available, um, you know, somewhat to your customers, uh, but more so, so the, to the dogs that we feed. And it's mm-hmm. the only fiduciary duty we have is to the dogs that we feed um, to make them better and stronger and, you know, in good times and bad. So by, by offering this, you know, this buy 10, get one, um, we, we really feel good about being able to do that. Absolutely. And that is different from most because most are by 12, get one. So that's a really big, big savings for people. We think it's important. It is. It is. So just kind of in summary, is there anything else, uh, Jeff, that you would like uh, my listeners to know about your food, your brand, any of the products that you carry? Um. No, I think that you really, I mean, you did such a great job, Tammy, with, with all these questions. I really appreciate it. Um, no, I mean, it, it's really, we always appreciate these kinds of opportunities um, to be able to, you know, build trust uh, between consumers. And and we think it's really important that people know and understand and get a sense of trust with the people that are actually making um, the food for the animals that they love. So Absolutely. this is always a this is always a great opportunity. And I thank you for that. Absolutely. And yes, and I do appreciate you sharing, sharing all this great information because you're right. It does help. I think consumers to put a voice with a company, you know, um, they feed it, they love it, their dogs love it, but you know, hearing from you is different. So I think um, it's been very, very great to, to hear your story and more about Tucker. So thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. And we will talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so that I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.